Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hello, hello. Can you believe that Halloween is a week from today? At least if you're watching this live. I cannot. It's crazy. This year is going by so fast. I love Halloween. It's literally one of my most favorite times of the year. It's like sort of, you know, obviously like the kickoff to all the fun holidays that happen this time of year. I love to dress up. We always pick our costumes in July. Sean has only revolted twice. (laughs) He took like two years off because, um, he feel he feels like I always plan the costumes around everyone else and then I give him a lame costume at the end. And he's really not wrong because I do tend to start with one inspiration, one child, one thing, and then we build around that. It's usually the most excited child that they want, right? So one year, uh, Mackenzie, or let's see, wait, what would it have been? Well, th- this is where things really went bad. Okay, this is this is where things went bad. So, Sean, and there, there's, there's proof of on on social media. There, there's proof of this. This is where this is where things really. This was like the first year, and then the year after. That's when we really took a turn for the worse. But what happened was is Brennan wanted to be a firefighter. And I was like, oh my gosh, Mackenzie was a baby. And I was like, she can be fire. And we can wear a little um, orange and black tutu. And we can put a little, you know, orange uh, bow on her head. And Brennan can be the firefighter. And she can be, uh, she can be, the fire and I can be the Dalmatian because I had seen this thing on Pinterest where, you know, you could just wear like a white, a white little sweatsuit and put black dots over and then a little nose. And I was the Dalmatian. And I was like, this is perfect. This is the perfect family theme. And I couldn't figure out what to have Sean be. Well, I'm such an idiot. I should have had him be a Dalmatian. We could have both been Dalmatians, but no, in my mind, he needed to be something else. And I'm so embarrassed to say, you guys, I made him the fire hydrant. (laughs) I made him the fire hydrant, but it wasn't even like, like he really was like a last minute like thing. Like I think the day before Halloween, I, I didn't know what to do. And so I literally went to, I don't know, like Michael's or something. And I bought red poster board and I wrapped it around his arms and legs. And I gave him a sign on his chest that said fire hydrant. Like it was so bad. I feel so badly. I'm so sorry, babe. I love you. And so anyway, he was like, this is so lame. I'm not doing your stupid dress up things. Cause we real we had some good costumes before then, but this was just not one of them. And then the next year, Mackenzie wanted to be Ariel. And so I was like, yes, I was Ursula, my mother-in-law. She's this gifted um, seamstress. So she made me like an Ursula, a Ursula skirt with all these like tentacles and I got the wig and it was awesome. 
And then Chase was a baby. And so I bought him a lobster costume so he could be Sebastian. I think Brennan was Spider-Man that year. He didn't participate. And then I made Sean King Triton. And I just thought it was so amazing. And Sean's mom made the merman tail and he hated it. And he, he literally didn't dress up for like two years and still to this day. And we don't have, I mean, I have pictures of that, but he won't let me even show my best friend those pictures. Like he's like, don't ever show those pictures. We're getting a divorce. If you share those pictures, which obviously he's teasing, but also quite serious to not share the pictures. He's not an opinionated person. And I know he is serious about me not sharing those pictures. So anyway, that was really the King Triton year. That's where everything sort of went really bad. And um, I got him to dress up last year. We did we wanted, uh, Mackenzie wanted to be a minion. And so then we got Cosette, a minion costume, my dog. Uh, we have a King Charles Cavalier. If you're new to the podcast, she is like my fifth child, but she's a dog. And then I dressed up as Penny and I looked so like her and Sean was grew and Sean is bald. So it just, it just was perfect. And he was like, okay, this is cool. So anyway, we've had some, we've had some standout years since then, but, um, Halloween is one of my favorite things ever. I love an excuse to dress up. So I don't know if you're into Halloween or not, but it's such a fun time of year. I love watching the original Hocus Pocus, not a fan of the new one, but I love the original Hocus Pocus. I love this time of year and fall and everything is just so much fun. And, um, there's plenty of reels about Utah moms and fall that make fun of exactly who I am and who I embody. And I'm all here for it. So, so be it. Anyway, uh, I want to share with you, uh, this is going to be a quick one today. You guys, I'm going to share with you some of my favorite quotes and quotes are really inspiring to me. I find them to be very uplifting. They're poetry in some ways. And they really, I I love having them all around my house because they really help me uh, be motivated and uplifted when times are tough. And so anyway, I'm going to share some of them with you. My very, very favorite quote of all time is by Eleanor Roosevelt. And it's one that I just say and think about all the time. And I hope that it's one that helps be a guiding star for you because it's just so true. And it says, do what you feel in your heart to be right for you'll be criticized anyway. Oh, isn't it so good? Do what you feel in your heart to be right for you'll be criticized anyway. Eleanor Roosevelt obviously was married to uh, FDR. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um she i i i'm i read a book uh in the summer about her life and it was a historical fiction book and so i don't know how much of it was true but there are things about her that i learned in that story it was the name of the book i think was called like the first wives or something um and it was uh i posted on my social media but it was such a kind of like a, a boring book in the beginning. And then as we started to get into like the juicy facts of her life, I was like, oh, I didn't know this about her. And um, anyway, it was just crazy. Some of the things that I didn't know about her and how he had had an affair. And um, she like, again, I don't know if this is real because I don't read biographies or autobiographies. I just love to read historical fiction. And I'm like, how much did they judge this story up? But in the story, she was like, had like a girlfriend that happened to be one of the reporters that covered their 
presidential campaign and all this stuff. Anyway, so I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, they put it in the book. Maybe it's true. I don't know. Maybe there were just rumors of it. Anyway, I love that quote by her because she had a hard life. She was in love with her husband and then he had an affair and then they decided to stay married so that his presidential campaign wasn't ruined, who her mother-in-law asked her to stay. She ended up staying and they just were more uh, political um, political companions. And she didn't even want him to be in politics because when he was governor, it was so hard. Uh, but he ended up becoming president of the United States. And I just think it gave her a unique perspective to realize that you cannot please everyone. You just cannot. You cannot please everyone. And if you try to please anyone, everyone, if you try to please everyone, you're the one who's going to be miserable. So do what you feel in your heart to be right, for you'll be criticized anyway. The other quote that I love is also by Theodore Roosevelt. (laughs) And it's the man in the arena. And I have a version of it in my office called Woman in the Arena that sits up that I look at every single day. And it is in, I'm going to pull it up right now. You'd think I would have had it ready because I know I'm sitting here recording a podcast, but I didn't. So I'm just going to read it to you here. And Man in the Arena is from Theodore Roosevelt, but Woman in the Arena is the same quote, but it is Instead of the man in the arena, it's the woman in the arena. So I'm going to read it to you. The woman in the arena, it is not the critic who counts, not the woman who points out how the strong woman stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends herself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if she fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that her place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know who neither know victory nor defeat. So that quote is by Theodore Roosevelt, but the version that I have in my office has the woman in the re- arena version of that that I just read to you. And one of my very, very favorite people um, is Alex Hormozy. And he talks about uh, this on his social media. He says, in three generations, every single person that knows you now will be dead. All of them. And all of those people that you were worried about, what they were going to think about you because you did an MLM, because you got money, because you were successful, all those people that talked about you or were going to think things about you or that you let hold you back from going after your dreams. They're all going to be dead in three generations. Who did you live your life for? Did you live your life to please them? Or did you live your life to step into your God-given potential? I know what I chose. And I know that true happiness is not found in making everyone happy around you 
and being with those cold, timid souls that do not know victory from defeat. I would much rather know victory and defeat because defeat is what makes victory so much sweeter. Okay, here's some of here's some other quotes that I love, love, love. Here's another one by Teddy Roosevelt. Do what you can where you are with what you have. It's never going to be perfect. Your back office is never going to be perfect. The website is never going to be perfect. The company contest is going to have faults. The company is going to have faults. Your upline is going to be imperfect. Your downline isn't going to work as much as you want them to. And it's in all of those things that you need to do what you can where you are with what you have. It will be enough, I promise. You will rise above. You will excel. And it will be enough. Because really, most people don't even lift a finger to try. So as long as you just lift a finger to try, you're going to beat 99% of the people around you all the time. Here's another one that I love. Success is not about your resources. It's about how resourceful you are with what you have. It doesn't take a lot of money to be successful in network marketing. It doesn't take much more than courage. Success is not about your resources. It's about how resourceful you are with what you have. Tony Robbins. I love this next one. Those who do not think outside the box are easily contained. Think about that. Those who don't think outside the box are easily contained. Do you want to be someone that's easily contained? Or do you want to be someone that thinks outside the box and surprises everyone around you? I know what I picked. What did you pick? Here's another one. Instead of thinking outside the box, get rid of the box altogether. I, those are, oh, there's, there's other ones too, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to stop there today. Uh, I have a friend, I'm going to tell you a story about a friend and then we'll end. I have a friend who uh, came over to my house. She, she's one of my dearest friends and she, about once a month, she drops a little gift on my porch with a note, little thoughtful things like a book or some sunscreen or some, a flower bouquet, um, a little note. Sometimes she'll drop dinner by something like that. Uh, One time she left me, um, she went to a juicing bar and she left me uh, a glass, a glass uh, jar of freshly pressed juice, had it for my snack that day. It was so delicious. And um, she's done this every single month for two years. And we've created this friendship because of that. So she knows me really well. I know her less well than she knows me, but I admire her so much. She is just been such an incredible human being to have in my life. And she came over a couple of months ago and I said to her, Oh yeah. Didn't you know I was a school teacher? I taught third and second grade before I had my kids. And she goes, Oh no, 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 no. That's far too inside the box for you. And I thought, yes, it was. What a compliment. Far too outside the box. Sorry, far too inside the box for me. I never set out to get that compliment. 
Maybe you think it's not a compliment, but that's that's for you to think. I took that as a compliment. Remember, we get to decide, right? How do we know if it's outside the box or inside the box or if it's good or bad? You just get to decide. And I never set out to get that compliment. But what I did do is follow my heart and my passions. And that is my hope for you. Because when you follow your heart and your passions, what it gives you is the full human experience and the most incredible life that's fulfilling and exciting and absolutely heartbreaking. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Have an amazing week, everyone. And happy Halloween, even though I'll have another episode for you next week where I'll wish it again. But tis the season. Bye now. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.